Welcome to the podcast, a monthly podcast brought to you by Profitable Ideas Exchange. Your partner in strategic relationships and business development. We are your hosts, Aubrey Darden and TJ Dennis. Stephanie is a managing director and chief operating officer with Profitable Ideas Exchange. Steph is responsible for setting the strategy to deliver Pi's services to its premier client base. In addition, she's responsible for leading client teams that facilitate peer-to-peer interactions with chief executive, operating, financial, strategy, innovation, and risk officers. Her work spans the Americas, Europe, and Asia-Pacific regions, where she's led projects for over 12 different clients. In 2015, Stephanie was selected for the 20 Under 40 Award by Bozeman Daily Chronicle's Business Journal. She was also selected as Montana State University's Young Alumni of the Year in 2016 for her continued work to coach and mentor MSU students. Steph holds a Bachelor of Science in Business Marketing from Montana State University and a Master of Business Administration from Louisiana State University. She's a graduate of Leadership Montana, chairs the board of the nonprofit Respire Haiti, is a member of the Women's Foundation of Montana Powerhouse Mentoring Community, serves on the Montana State University Leadership Institute National Advisory Board, and is honored to be a mentor for the Red Ants Pants Foundation Girls Leadership Program. She can be reached at scole at profitableideas.com. Hey there, Steph. Thanks for joining the podcast today. How are things in your world? Doing great. Happy to be here. Thanks, TJ. You know, it's somewhat ironic that we're doing this interview uh, on March 4th. And we're also talking about mission, vision, and values. Like, there's a little bit of irony of March 4th, but you need to have a plan in marching forth. So we're really looking forward to uh, talking to you today. Ooh, that is good. I like it. (laughs) March 4th day. March 4th. Um, Okay, so before we dive into the nitty gritty, I do have one question I want to ask you. We kind of like to ask sort of an off-the-wall question of all of our guests And I feel like your answer is the one I'll be the most excited for in this one. What is something that you do maybe on a daily or weekly or monthly basis where you just treat yourself and it makes you sort of fill your cup up so that you can just like accomplish all the tasks you have in work and life and everything? Let's see. Well, for work and for life, they're very different. So for work, I think just blocking space where I can dedicate to getting a bunch of things done is what that looks like. So maybe that space is a Saturday or maybe it's just being able to block time in my calendar. But for work, I think just being able to have headspace and have sort of guilt-free time to work on those projects. uh, Mm -hmm. That's definitely something in my, my work life that I do. My personal life, it's, you know, it's a totally different answer. I think like a midday hot tub soak is like the, a great solution for just like resetting and, you know, staring at the mountains in the sky and just feeling really great about where life is going. I feel like you should combine those two things to like every day from noon to 1230. Do not, <laughs> do, do not block midday hot tub soak. That's right. Steph's working from her hot tub. <laughs> I love love that. That's so good. That's so good. I think that just speaking personally, we all could do better about taking time for ourselves. Seems like the world is so busy these days. It's hard to, hard to find the time. Um, 
But yeah, we're thrilled to have you here today, Steph, uh, to talk about Pi's mission, vision, and values and, and how these pillars really inform the work we do at Pi today. So before we talk specifically about what those are, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about how these were created and, and why Pi decided to, to develop them, you know, how they came about. Yeah, yeah, happy to share. I think most all companies go through this kind of evolution of, of being built and kind of getting their feet under them. And you sort of think you know where you're headed when it begins. But once you've sort of gotten into the, the business and the market and kind of what's happening, you maybe have a little bit of an adjustment in terms of what it is that you're doing. Um, I think there are lots of lots of different companies that have done that. Um, How I Built This is a really great podcast I like listening to, and it mm-hmm. speaks to exactly that. You know, companies like Findrift didn't sort of start doing exactly what they're doing. They start as something else, and then they evolve. And so I think Pi, um, naturally, like everyone else, was kind of going through that question of sort of what, what are we doing here? Why are we here? And um, what is it that we're doing? And so we were fortunate to have a pack mate, Julia, was really passionate and had experience uh, in doing this. And so she really held her feet to the fire and, and came up with a process from her past experience and really brought this to the table to, to put the company through. So it was a fun kind of ground up um, process that we all went through and she had prior experience to help coach us through it, which was great. That's really cool. I actually didn't know it was that much of an all hands on deck process. That's really fun to learn. So, yeah, I think that was that was probably one of the best parts of the process was that we actually kind of broke up into groups of different mixes of people at Pi and separated out to say, okay, what are the kind of key tenets that we care about? And, and we came back together as a group and discussed what those might be and sort of boiled them down. And then we separated again and went back into small groups and said, okay, now let's build out each of these areas. And then we came back together again. So it was pretty collaborative in terms of how we got to them. It wasn't just sort of CEO Tom telling us what we care about. It was mm-hmm. literally everybody bringing to the table what they cared about, and then we we put further definition to them. How long did it take to build all that out? Was that there's no way that was done in like a single work week, right? And I think I think there's lots of advanced prep work, as with any good uh, program that we believe at Pi. I think there's lots of advanced prep work to kind of get to that state. Um, and then I think it was also sort of trying it on. So once we've kind of once we kind of thought we knew what these looked like and how we kind of, you know, wore them for a, a bit of time, we could say, okay, yeah, that feels good. These feel right. And these are the ones that we want to commit to. So yeah, it was certainly a, a, a bit of a longer process before and after. Um, but it, the, the kind of exercise of going through it was, was a little bit more tight. It was very fun. Perfect. Well, so right now um, in 2022, what are, I guess, for all of our listeners, Pi's mission vision and values. Yeah, so our mission is connecting powerful minds, making the world smarter and smaller. Our vision, we have lots of visions. We're we are dreamers here at Pi, but our vision has a couple of of items. We're we want to be sought after as a trusted partner. We want to be a lever that moves the world towards good across the globe in our community and in our own lives. We want to be a human touch that rises above the noise of today. And lastly, we want to be an inclusive company full of people who are interesting, fun, smart, and inspiring. Uh, And then our values, uh, which I I would say we probably use our values the most in our kind of day-to-day workings of Pi. 
um, but our values are making shit happen, living full lives, black tie, white glove, smile and dial, hungry, pie pack, and land of many leaders. So lots of values. Happy to dig into any of those deeper, but those are at a high level what they all are. Yeah, that's yeah. really helpful. Thanks for the context. Go ahead, Aubrey. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think a few of those uh, values may seem a little ambiguous to some of our readers, for example, or some of our listeners, excuse me. You know, for example, um, hungry or smile and dial. Um, can you maybe elaborate on some of those that are a little bit more ambiguous or black tie, white glove? Those those are a little ambiguous. And as employees of Pi, we all know what those mean. Um, but but maybe for our listeners, it'd be good to get into more detail on those. Yeah, happy to give maybe even just a snippet on each of these. So under the first one, make shit happen. I think we're an organization that just has a bias toward action. Um, so kind of a few sub bullets that we, we say are that we have grit and tenacity. We do what others aren't willing to do. We deliver the lanyap. Um, so the lanyap is a favorite word at Pi. And we talk about the lanyap quite a bit. If, if those haven't heard it elsewhere, uh, the lanyap is sort of the extra bun in the baker's dozen, if you will, um, that extra going ab above and beyond. So um, that's where we deliver the lanyap. Uh, the second one under living full lives, um, kind of a key phrase that we say around here is that um, our our work is in service of our lives. Our lives are not in service of our work. So really just making sure that we we kind of pay attention to the fact that we are whole people outside of this space. And so mm -hmm. that's, that's how we think about um, living full lives. Black tie, white glove, um, we're professionals first. So I think we, we care a lot about making sure that we hit our marks and we kind of mind every detail, um, making sure that we're, we're on time, we're prompt, we're, we're professional, and we're really just uh, delivering at a high level for our clients. Um, smile and dial is that we choose to bring positive energy to everything that we're doing. Um, sometimes dialing might not, might not seem like the most fun task, but we show up energetically and, and happily and we make sure to get it done. Um, so this is kind of where our phrase of being politely persistent um, lives. So we have, we have just a belief that if we are polite and persistent, that's back to the grit, um, that we'll be able to overcome. Hungry. So this is, uh, this is a, another one that we've had at Pi for quite a while. I think hungry was sort of a term that we used long before we had mission, vision, and values, but that's where we talk about, um, loving a challenge. We, we kind of constantly, um, we're constantly looking for ways to get better. We're trying to improve our intellectual horsepower. We invite feedback. Like we, we just want to constantly sort of learn and um, just dream big and, and then make sure we get there. Uh, pie pack. So we, we use the term uh, pack to describe pie. Uh, there, I, I recently learned actually that there are some, uh, a lot of studies around why, why wolf packs are so successful. It's because you have sort of all of these key roles that are, are a part of the wolf pack. Um, and so it's interesting, sort of appropriate that we picked pie pack to be our terminology. Um, but we believe that we can accomplish much more together than we can alone. Um, so just helping each other. Um, this is a good example of kind of a historical question we used to ask at pie. We used to have sort of one question on the, the performance review, which was how helpful is this person? Uh, because we just cared about helping each other and, and bettering the pack. 
um, the land of many leaders, the very last one. Um, you know, we believe that everyone can be a leader in many different ways um, inside of Pi and in the community. People have many different ways that they demonstrate their leadership and have many different kind of things that they can offer um, to our community. And so we we work to create the company that we want by empowering people to be leaders in lots of different ways. I love that. And I think it's the things that we all see every single day, but we don't get to share that as much with uh, folks outside of Pi. So thanks for taking the time to dive into those a little bit more. One of the the things that we talk about a lot in this podcast is that, you know, social and business shifts are constantly taking place and a norm, especially amidst the COVID pandemic, looks different six months in the future than it did six months in the past or even right in that particular second. So how has Pi taken this mission, vision and values and um, maybe changed them or just reflected the changing business landscape and vice versa? How has Pi evolved um, as a company with that? I think what we have experienced is that the kind of mission, vision, values themselves haven't necessarily changed, but the way that we would prioritize them have. Mm. So an example of that might be, um, you know, three years ago, let's say pre-pandemic, we had a big client that came on board. And so we were kind of all hands on deck, making shit happen and helping each other out, focusing on kind of the pack and really just bringing this big client to life. Uh, So that was sort of a a key value that we were leaning into there. And then I think naturally, as the world adjusted and went through the pandemic, um, we we were thinking about how we how we live full lives. So how is the company supporting our people? How are we thinking about mental health and work life balance and being able to support people through the kind of challenging experience that the pandemic was? So it, it wasn't necessarily that the, um, you know, the actual values themselves change or the mission or the vision, but um, maybe the priority or the way that we kind of lean into them is changing based on the um, environment. It, it's interesting as, as I look at our mission, um, connecting powerful minds, making the world smarter and smaller. I think we didn't realize when we created these, you know, five plus years ago, sort of how apropos that would be in this world that went entirely virtual and was sort of much smaller and more connected. Um, so again, just adjusting, adjusting sort of emphasis based on the context, but we've not necessarily um, changed the mission, vision, or values. That said, I think I think we we might be doing that in the near term. I think there's always a an appropriate time to revisit, make sure they're still in alignment, make sure we still feel really great about them. Um, but thus far, they've they've served us quite well through the ups and downs. Yeah, I love that. I think it's really interesting you saying that it's just changed the way you prioritize or the way we as a company prioritize those values respectively. Because I think a lot of times when big shifts in the world happen, like with the pandemic over the past few years and and Pi has grown quite a bit during that time, I think oftentimes companies feel the need to completely reevaluate and redo their values and, and what they're all about as a company. And I kind of love that Pi hasn't done that and rather has just shifted and evolved and, and reprioritized where where the emphasis lies within those values. Yeah, I think it's the credit is to the team who originally brought them together because I think that means we really did get at those core values, that the the true core values of what 
what we believe and what we do and why we do it hasn't hasn't needed to change dramatically. Not to say it never will, but um, it just means that they've held pretty true, which is credit and kudos to the team who who launched them. Yeah, of course. So as TJ said, the business landscape changes all the time and the future of this company and of business in general, hard to say what it's going to look like in a year or five years, but how do you envision these mission, vision, and values guiding the future work of our company? Yeah, I think this is, again, where we can highlight uh, a few of them, which we'll lean into more. I think we anticipate continuing to grow, which is which is exciting. We want to keep adding opportunity for our people. We want to think about new ways the business can grow, new areas we can grow into. And I think all of that will require uh, additional leadership, other leaders, other people to, to kind of run those spaces and uh, to jump into new endeavors. And so I think we'll probably lean into maybe some of those, some of those values like land of many leaders or making shit happen. Um, just kind of trying things as the company, you know, does evolve. I think we're, we're, as a company, we've decided kind of our strategic pillars. We've decided that we want to expand our work and we want to kind of do things outside of the the peer communities that we currently host. And so just figuring out sort of where we have leadership and, and people to lead those and um, making sure that we're, we're using that grit and tenacity to make it happen. I love some grit and tenacity. <laughs> oh. So maybe for listeners who are, you know, they've been in business for a long time, but they haven't revisited their mission, vision, and values in the last decade or maybe longer. Or maybe somebody's starting a business right now and they're trying to define these things. Can you express some of like the value of doing this, but then also the influence on the quality of work that companies do by having a strong mission and vision and values? Yeah, I think you see large organizations, um, which we've We've tried to model off of kind of hearing from the the best that that we've worked with, but you definitely see large organizations where those those values just you know permeate throughout, and they they tend to just build strong culture. I think culture has been a differentiator over the last couple of years when when maybe the work has been challenging or people can find opportunity and sort of jump to the next opportunity that comes their way. I think culture is something that that does hold people to their organization and um, can aid in retention. And so we have, we have long felt a focus on that. And I think we've ex- experienced that um, in a way that maybe other companies haven't been quite as fortunate through the last stretch. Um, but I do think it, it definitely lends itself to um, you know, driving that, that cultural impact so that people understand you know, why they're at the organization, what it is that they're doing. And I think it's helpful for guiding decision-making. So there are plenty of decisions we've had at Pi where we've We've been kind of going back and forth on what's the right thing to do. And we can always bring it back to, hey, but what do we believe in? What are our values? Why, you know, why should we uh, make this decision? And I think it's, it's a helpful way to just sort of reframe what it is that the business is doing. Um, it's also a great way to, to rally people. I think we have um, this, this kind of process that we use at our company meetings with Caught Doing Good, um, which is at each uh, monthly company meeting we highlight one of our values and then we nominate people at the company who are really just exemplifying that value. So it might be get shit done for the month, or it might be um, you know, an example of somebody who was living a full life or, or whatever the value is. Um, I think that's been a fun way that we've, we've 
really come to highlight and demonstrate. So this is an example of somebody who lived out one of our values and had a really amazing outcome because of it. So I think it's been a way that we've been able to rally and have sort of central energy around the things that, that people care about. I think it's, it's also helpful in hiring. Um, we've certainly seen as we're looking to add new talent, if these, if these mission, vision, values don't get you excited, if you're, if you're not interested in, in the pack and our energy and the, the kind of professionalism that we hold here, then you can self-select and say, this isn't the spot for me. Um, but for those people who enjoy the, you know, the challenge of, of kind of being in this kind of environment where you're around just really high octane, incredible people, and that brings you, you know, good challenge and good energy, uh, then I think you find a home maybe a little bit more quickly here than, than elsewhere. So many reasons why I think it's, it's been helpful for Pi. Um, and I think, again, the credit is just back to the fact that the organization got to tell us, you know, tell everybody else what we believe in versus um, sort of the top-down approach of, of telling other people what to believe. Yeah, absolutely. I've never heard um, the words high octane used to describe people at Pi, but I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a perfect descriptor. Um, yeah, I mean, that's when you ask people what they like about working at Pi, more often than not, they say the people, the people yeah. here are amazing, which is true. I've made great friends working here and I have great working relationships with most everyone here because they do center around these values and, and the mission and vision that Pi has, which is a really cool thing that you don't find at a lot of companies. And I think just given how much Pi has grown over the past couple of years, I have a lot of confidence that we'll be able to keep that culture as we continue to grow, just given that we've kept that over the past couple of years as well. Yeah, I think so too. And I think, again, always healthy to revisit, always healthy to look at them, but then also help, healthy to reaffirm that we, we still believe in these and maybe slight modifications, but otherwise, like this is what we believe in and it's built the amazing team that, that we currently have and will continue to attract other team members with, with similar thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Steph, it was such a pleasure to have you here on the podcast. We appreciate your time and um, are, are very grateful to have you as one of the many amazing folks leading this company. So thank you for your leadership and for your time here today. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Steph. Thanks, and enjoy the weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to the podcast brought to you by Profitable Ideas Exchange. If you enjoyed the content in this month's discussion, please visit our blog at profitableideas.com or check out our books, Never Say Sell and How Clients Buy. Profitable Ideas Exchange, connecting powerful minds and making the world smarter and smaller.